1: And today we are dishing about things we said we would never do as parents, but perhaps we do now. Uh, first, as always, though, a little catching up. Gina, what's going on?
0: Well, we went to the Ohio State game yesterday. I'm not sure if you saw it.
1: You probably didn't watch it, no. but
0: yeah, <laughs> of course not. We played organ. Uh it's just so sad when you're in... First of all, this was our first home game of the year. This is not our first game, but our first home game. And so Nick and I typically go to the first home game. And usually it's not a really great team, but we were playing... We played Oregon. And they, I think, are ranked number 13. And we are were <laughs> number three. <laughs> and we lost. It was actually a really good game. I will say I don't think we played really well. Um, Oregon pretty much creamed us our defense was not so great and it was just really sad it's so sad when there's you know a hundred thousand fans in the stadium and then we all say till the end because because it was just a good game and it was sort of well they pretty much were winning the entire time but we kept thinking we're going to come back we're going to come back and we kind of sort of almost did but when you're leaving that giant stadium it's just so somber walking back (sighs) to your car everyone's just so quiet. And just so angry. Uh, but anyway. You
1: guys just aren't seasoned losers like my team. I mean, no. the Ohio State <laughs> does no wrong, right? I mean, you guys are just <laughs> superior at everything. You never lose. And so when you do, it's like, nobody feels bad for you. Sorry. It's true.
0: And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's whatever it is, what it is. And uh, there's always next week. And, and it was you know, a we game, actually, but
1: you guys lost by one yeah. touchdown, right?
0: True. Yeah, but we should have won by, you know, two, right? It's fine. Anyway, but that was fun. We still had a good time. And let's see what else is new. You know, it feels like fall. It feels like fall in the morning. I'm sure it's the same where you mm-hmm. are too. Probably a little bit cooler. And then, you know, it gets to about 80s, which is better than 90s uh, during the day, which it just, it feels like fall. Right now, if I walked outside, it's just crisp air, kind of cool jacket weather. I'm loving. So we are planning a camping trip. So it's a little, we have, Last year, we went camping in September. This year, and it was already kind of cold at night. This year, we just don't have the weekends to go camping. And so I had to look all the way out to October 30th. And we're like, you know what? We're not going to get the tent out at October 30th. It's going to be freezing. So we're actually getting a cabin with some family friends for two nights, not very far from here. So that will be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. And otherwise, you know, school is going great. Can't wait to hear about your kids' first day of school. But just before I end this little catch up, send us your Q&A. We do have a Q&A episode coming up relatively soon. So just start sending those questions in. They can be personal questions for us. They can be nutrition, wellness related. Anything that your little heart desires, send them our way. What's new with you, Nicole? My baby is five, Piper turned Mm -hmm. five uh,
1: this past week. It was actually her first day in public school. So she's in the young fives um, public school and she got on the bus that morning with her like little snack. Oh my gosh, she just, she didn't look back. She just hopped right on. I mean, yeah, you have a favorite kid, right? It might change, but like you have a favorite kid, right?
0: (laughs) It is totally, it totally changes. I don't know, that's such a hard question. Um, I have a, a kid that I feel um, closer with, and then I have a kid that I am probably nicer to. <laughs> and you can probably guess which one that is. And I think, yeah. I don't. Well, I don't know. You have two girls, so maybe you can't guess that.
1: Yeah, my favorite changes, but my favorite right now is definitely Piper. <laughs> She's just... Shay is almost seven, like she's moody. And when yes. she gets tired, she just cannot handle her emotions. And she takes it out on everyone else. And she's starting yeah. to get sassy. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. I adore my children. They're both perfect in every way, right? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Every parent says that. But Piper is really just so fun right now. She's, she's polite. And she's, she's just... I just thoroughly enjoy her right now. Uh, So yeah, she requested pot stickers on her birthday. So she had her first day of school. Mm -hmm. I got home early from work to get her off the bus. And yeah, it was just, it was a simple day and it was a lot of fun. The first day of school went great. And then this next week she's like full time in school. So last week was a phase in. So she only went two days after Labor Day, that week of Labor Day. And then... Yeah. Um, And Shay's seeming to enjoy her class as well in first grade. But yeah, I don't hear a lot. Like it seems like when I ask questions, I get like one word answers or very short answers. And then sometimes just kind of in the silence of like, you know, the bedtime routine and snuggling at night, I'll get a bit more information. So it's I'm piecing it all together. Is Paige the same way?
0: Absolutely. The The less I ask, the more I get, actually. And it tends to be as I'm putting her to bed where she'll just break out in all the stories of the day without me prodding, which is, I think, the key. Does your teacher, does her teacher send questions like ask me this at the end of the week?
1: Not yet, anyway, but we're only okay. four days in
0: the school. True. true, true. Yeah. Okay. And then their birthday that, party. That I'm is something that ahead. I like. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I I was just going to say, Paige's teacher the last two years has sent at the end Mm. of each week a list of questions to ask her, and she enjoys that as well. So that kind of helps me understand more about what's going on.
1: Piper has had more coming home from school in that way.
0: I'm sure it'll change. I mean, first grade versus
1: pre-K. And then, yeah, next weekend's their birthday party, their joint um, kiddo birthday party. So just kind of preparing for that. I bought a balloon wall. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And then I open it up to read the directions and I'm like, nope, this is going back to the store. So I returned all that in place of a balloon arch that I'm going to put together off Amazon and Mark's looking at me going, "Not it. Like I am not helping you." So my big chore right now is trying to figure out whether I can assemble this thing at least in part at home and then transport it and finish the assembly there or if I should just keep it at the house for anyway. I don't know. I I'm obsessed with this balloon arch that I saw on Amazon and it's never going to look anything like the one on Amazon. Like everything on Amazon looks great and then you get it and you're like, nah, nah, like <sighs> <laughs>
0: anyway I'm do you have a helium like a helium girl, uh, tank?
1: I am going I admittedly am going over the top for this party so I okay. bought some like it's a rainbow unicorn theme party so I bought the balloons off Etsy like a 5 and a 7 and a unicorn anyway blah 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 and then I go to party city to get them blown up and they want to charge me like $9 per balloon and I'm like per yeah, balloon? Yeah, to fl- blow up I'm like that's a negative negative. and she's like well we offer these helium tanks I'm like sold not that that was a cheap option either but Balloons are never cheap and I'm just, oh, okay. Anyway, that was probably a bad move. And then I bought like an air pump, like for the balloons, for the balloon arch. So I'm not like blowing okay. these balloons up. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: Of course not. $9 yeah. to blow up a balloon. That's Ridiculous. robbery. That is, I have never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I, what
1: they, a, what a load. Yeah. Oh my. Gosh. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Crazy. All right. I'll let you know well, how the party goes. Yes. We can't <laughs> wait to see photos. Pinterest-worthy photos. They better be great, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we begin uh, today's episode, just a quick favor to ask. If you like this podcast, please write us a review. They uh, really mean everything to us and really help us reach more people. So we'd appreciate it.
1: Yeah. And you know, the topic for today's show, the idea, I guess, came from my mother always reminding me of something I said as a kid, and we'll get to it eventually, but something I said I would never do when I had kids. And I think raising kids in general is just something you can never understand until you're doing it yourself. And judgment is everywhere in our world and around parenting and child rearing topics, it is rampant. Uh, so that said, we're going to look back at some of the things perhaps we said we'd never do or assumed that we wouldn't do as parents and perhaps whether or not that's still the case. Completely judgment-free zone here. And we did, I posed this question on Instagram and the, the responses I got were hilarious. So I think I included most of them, many of which I already had, but we're going to kind of break it down into like nutrition-related stuff and then just parenting-related stuff. Okay. So to kick us off with nutrition... And we're just yeah. going to say kind of like, do we do this? Did we, said we, did we say we wouldn't do this as parents? Just kind of a, a brief discussion on each of these um, topics, foods, whatever. So chocolate mm-hmm. milk, Gina,
0: kick us, <laughs> kick us off with chocolate milk. I love this. Oh, my gosh. Of course, when I was, you know, at a dietetic school without kids, I said, oh, I would never allow my, my child to have chocolate milk. I remember even thinking that, like, what's the point of chocolate milk? It's basically a dessert. I give it to my children every day. You know this. Um, I generally do half and half. I'll do half white milk and half chocolate milk. And it's the only way my kids will drink it. And I'm totally fine with it. I have no problem with it whatsoever. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm a hard no on this.
1: Um, Because Because my kids (laughs) like white milk. um, Uh And... Okay, I I shouldn't say I'm a hard no. I think it's a I think of it as a sometimes food. So what we did with Shay last year, as my only child in the public school and the free um, breakfast and lunch through the the COVID grants that are going on in in all U.S. schools U.S. public schools. Anyway, um, Maggie Maggio talked about that on a previous episode. Uh, but now chocolate milk is being offered twice a day to my children uh, at school, oh. in addition to juice at each of these meals. Oh, ah, okay. so. I, I have issues with that. <laughs> I, I do. It, I, to me, it's it's just a bit too much. Uh, I, I don't love, I, I like your half and half with the chocolate milk. So I think in the mm-hmm. schools, that's obviously not what's happening. And I had to look at up, but a two per, eight ounces of 2% chocolate milk has 24 grams of sugar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's 12 more I, than white milk.
0: I give my kids the Fair Life one, which is a lot less. It's not my it's low sugar but it's less sugar but also has more protein yeah that makes me feel a little bit better about it so maybe that's a good uh, I do you know how much sugar off the top of the top of your head I don't and I know it has sucralose in it which is you know an artificial sweetener which I'm not a huge fan of but again my kids don't drink a lot of milk so they actually yeah. only have probably four ounces of chocolate milk if that a day I'm and glad then, you said that yeah yeah but if your kids drink lo- a lot of milk, mine don't They
1: love milk. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so I guess my, my point with the milk is Shay wants milk first thing in the morning and
0: mm-hmm. then she
1: wants, she's going to get chocolate milk at school and then chocolate milk again with lunch. And then she wants Mm-mm. milk again with dinner. That's way too Mm-mm. much milk. It's, it's way too much. <gasps> so uh, besides it's, it's not just the sugar thing. The girl's not gonna poop. I mean, exactly, <laughs> so, yes, I was just thinking <laughs> that there's this is not just a nutrition thing. Like this is this is a health thing. So I guess it's one of those things to be mindful of. So I th- I think, Gina, your response is different than mine because your kids have different preferences than mine in Absolutely. regards to milk. So I think you have to assess whether or not your kids enjoy white milk, how much of it they're drinking. I would say two cups a day is
0: probably adequate because they're getting other dairy, right? Right. Exactly. I think for me, the, the, the whole, again, my kids probably have eight ounces at most a day of milk. That's the white and chocolate combined. And for me in the back of my mind is vitamin D, calcium, and protein, vitamin D, Mm -hmm. calcium, protein. And that's really the only way they get it. My kids also, I should say Paige likes yogurt, but she doesn't eat a lot of it. It's not like a, an everyday thing for her. So I just, yeah, I think two cups max, especially at our kids age. Um, and one cup minimum, but, and, and if you want to do soy milk, almond milk, but if you want to do almond milk, you got to be careful because there's no protein in there. Yep. Anyway, we've, we've done a whole, um, episode on, on that. So we should probably link to that one.
1: Yes, that is. <laughs> uh, so I'm a one, one, so once a week at school, that's, that's where I'm at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that we can okay. include it in, in a way. I, I know that yeah. may be debatable for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I think Paige only only gets lunch once or twice a week at school, and I and I don't tell her whether or not she can have if she yeah. wants chocolate milk, she can have it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, soda. Do you offer allow? Did you say you would or never?
0: Oh, of course. I I always said that I would never let my kids have, and I should say my kids when they're young. You know, before they're making their own choices. I remember when I was a kid, I was able to have soda. I can remember me being in middle school when I was able to order soda at a restaurant. I think my parents handled it really well. They never had it in the house. But when we were out at restaurants, I was able to have it. You know, a Sprite or a Shirley Temple or or whatever it was. And just one, not a refill. Not that I ever asked for a refill. I was just pleasant. I was happy with just the one. And that's exactly what my plan is for my kids. They've never actually had soda. We don't ever buy it, not diet, not regular. It's never in the house. They don't even really know it exists. <laughs> I, don't mm-hmm. I don't think I they even know what it is. And I'm trying to keep it that way as long as possible. But knowing in the back of my mind, that that's not always going to be the case. And when they start asking for it, you know, at, at restaurants, I'll probably allow them to have a, you know, a small, not a giant cup of it, like some of these restaurants give, but a small, you know, eight ounce cup of it if they want it. Um, but'm I'm, I'm hoping to to you know hold off as long as possible on that one.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you? Same. At our pool, there is a bar, and um the kids, the you know, there's like a whole slew of them always running around, and a lot of them will go get the Shirley Temples. And so my mm. kids have been exposed that way. And I think it was once last summer that they did have a Shirley Temple. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they just they don't ask for it. If we're at a restaurant, they typically ask for milk. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I would say again, like limited exposure. Your kids do like LaCroix though,
0: correct? They do. I, my kids, uh, specifically Cameron is obsessed with LaCroix and I let, I let them have one of those a day. So I guess I should probably mention that. No, Uh,
1: I I think that's a great alt. I think it's because it's not sweet. Correct. I wish my kids did like it, but they do not. (laughs) They don't like it. No, no, but Mark and I drink it, um, but I, I think exposure is a huge thing here, like you said. If if your kids are not seeing, it, they're they're not going to see it in the schools, of course, and right, at least yet. And yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if they're not seeing it at home, it, it's probably just yeah, limited
0: exposure. Cool. Yep. What about Lunchables? Yep. I always said I would never let my children have Lunchables, although I had them growing up. And my <clears throat> excuse me, my parents were were relatively not strict. They were, they were reasonable about the kind of, you know, the different foods that we had in our house, you know, there was limits on sweet cereal, stuff like that. But I did, I was able to have Lunchables every once in a while. And I think that they did a really good job with that. So I do get my kids Lunchables generally once a week. So they do have a Lunchable once a week. I, I try to, I'm not a huge fan of like the processed meat and cheeses in there. They do like the pizza one, which I think is relatively innocuous. I mean, it's just a little pizza crust with some cheese and sauce. Um, but every once in a while, I do give them the crackers, cheese, and the deli meat. I've tried to make them their own. You know, you see these on Pinterest and Instagram. <laughs> make your own Lunchable, please. That never works. Uh, they'll. It's just not the same they don't even eat it when I do that. So it's almost like if I, if I had a leftover Lunchable box, I've tried this before with other things, and put cheese and crackers in there and put it in the lunch, Lunchable sleeve, I've got to try this. They would probably down it in two seconds. So there's a tip for you. Try that one. <laughs> uh, but I've, never, I've not tried that. But yes, they do They do have a Lunchable about once a week, and I, and I'm totally okay with that. I generally throw in a fruit or a vegetable alongside it, and they eat it as well. What about you? I have never purchased,
1: but I'm feeling confident that Mm -hmm. the school was providing these last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yes. As lunch? Um, Yes. (laughs) Um, So my woes continue. I I will be emailing the the director. I'm just really disheartened by the quality. I'd, after talking to Maggie about you know her school lunch program, I'm like, wow, what, what schools can do? And I guess the fact that the... Um, I'm giving it a, a, another week or so here because the cafeteria is open this year. Whereas last year, because of COVID, all the food was going to the classrooms. And I think that limited things. So I think based on what I was told, Shay's pretty smart i think she was telling me that they were getting lunchables so it would say on the website that the menu was like a turkey sandwich but my understanding based on what shay said is that they were getting lunchables so they i've never purchased them but they ha- apparently have had them and it okay. yeah i guess i i wouldn't purchase them at this point but mm-hmm. i th- i like your once a week i'm not saying i wouldn't um yeah. but uh, sometimes food again
0: It's really, for me, it's just so easy to throw in a Mm. Lunchable because I hate packing lunches, you know, and they're not, there's, I I don't find them terrible. How's the sodium? The sodium isn't great, but eh, again, it's eh, whatever I throw in their lunch anyway. I mean, I usually give them veggie chips or pretzels and Mm -hmm. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I doubt the sodium would be much different, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uncrustables. (laughs) Uncrustables. Yeah, another thing I was like, oh, my gosh, why would any parent just make your children their own peanut butter and jelly? It's not that hard, (laughs) but I give them I give my kids Uncrustables all the time. And okay, when it comes to the sugar, I okay, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I want to say it's about 22, 20 to 20, maybe not even that much grams of sugar, somewhere between 15 and 22 grams of sugar. I know that's kind of a wide range. If you do the math with your it making your own peanut butter and jelly, especially because my daughter loves a lot of jelly or she just won't eat it, it's probably the same amount of sugar, if not more, in a homemade peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What's the big deal? I mean, they're easy. They are a little pricey, um, but buy them in bulk. There you go. They have the reduced sugar version. They have whole grain bread versions. Um, and I mean, it's why not? I will say Amazon also sells those cookie cutter. They're they're actually Uncrustable cutters where you can actually make your own Uncrustable. They are 20 bucks, but I'm a little bit nervous to buy them because I'm afraid my kids will not like them as much as I think because they definitely prefer an Uncrustable to a homemade peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I'm afraid if I buy these they still won't they still won't love it because generally my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches come back halfway eaten if it's not an Uncrustable. So I don't really want to spend 20 bucks on something I'm not sure if they're going to love. Anyway, those do exist if you want to try those out. I do send an Uncrustable once or twice a week. So yeah, here we go. A Lunchable once a week, an Uncrustable about once or twice a week, uh, a lunch at the, at the school once or twice a week. There we go. Easy. Mom doesn't have to do anything. <laughs>
1: You're so funny. <laughs>
0: My kids also
1: get these through the school. Everything is sun butter, which interestingly Shay requests sun butter. Uh, we took sandwiches to the beach yesterday, and she requested her sandwich be sun butter and jelly. I was like, really? Wow. Like, who likes sun butter better than peanut? But like, well,
0: who Very are you? Few people, <laughs> whatever. Okay, so
1: if she likes sun butter, I am happy to oblige. Um, and sun butter is expensive, but I buy it on Amazon, and I should. It's this. I think it's the Sun Butter brand. I think that's what it's called.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That is red lid.
1: It's like, anyway, I really like it. It spreads very easy. Uh, but they get these at lunch in the school and after seeing like boating, beaching this summer, my kids will tear up. It doesn't matter. If it's a carb with some peanut butter and jelly in between or sun butter. they'll eat it, like all of it, it's gone. So I don't feel inclined to yeah buy the Uncrustables uh, because they'll eat anything. I will say I do like just based on size because I find a peanut butter and jelly to be pretty filling. And if I pack a full peanut butter and jelly for one of my kids, that's probably all they're going to eat. And because they really like it, they're definitely headed there first. What I'll do is I'll buy those sandwich thins that are round and probably look like an uncrustable oh yeah and don't actually have the crust and just do that um yeah. and they really like that too. I like those as well. um so it's more of like a kid sized portion, I would say of a peanut butter and jelly, so mm-hmm. we don't do them i but they've they've had them and I, I I'm glad you said that that they have low sugar and whole grain versions. That's good to know. Yep. What about juice boxes, Gina?
0: Mhm. That was another thing that I said I would never give my kids was juice uh, because I just think it's, I mean, it's essentially liquid sugar. There's no fiber. It's basically like giving your child a soda. Well, no, I I give my kids juice and it's not very often. I do buy juice boxes for their lunches and they probably get one every other week, maybe. And I like the juicy juice boxes. I think it's about four ounces, which I think is is an appropriate serving for juice for a kid. Uh, So I really do like that. And it's 100% juice, which is nice. That's what I used to drink as a kid, the juicy juice, uh, Mm -hmm. juice boxes. And then they also drink every once in a while the Honest, Honest Lemonade, Honest Mixed Berry. They look like uh, Capri Sun uh, uh, containers, right? And so they get get those every once in a while. We'll usually buy them when we have people over with kids, you know, just to kind of throw out or or... parties. I know we had a bunch for Paige's party and then whatever left over, we'll kind of put in their lunches every once in a while. So it's not very often, but we do, we do have juice boxes. You know, I think all in all, maybe like two or three times a month, maybe at most. Okay. <laughs> Including yeah, what's guys... in the lunches? Including what's in the lunches. Yes. Yes. Okay. I They don't really drink juice at home other than what I pack in their lunch. Okay. The only extra juice that my kids will get is uh, kombucha at home, and that's what what Cameron likes to drink. He likes to drink kombucha, and he'll probably drink uh, I don't know three ounces a day of kombucha. I love that. So yeah, it's juice boxes in the lunch only. They don't drink it around here. Yeah, at home actually because
1: of you, I keep the hint of juice boxes in our oh yeah. um, fridge in the garage. So if the girls are out like running, you know, if it's hot, they'll they call it healthy juice. <laughs> I'm like I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's what they call it. Um, they're like, can we have a healthy juice? I'm like, yeah. So for those who don't know, it's basically like Lacroix without the carbonation. Yeah. Um, yep. but it's zero calories, zero sugar, uh, or five calories. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's water. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I I do really like those, and and they like them, and yeah, kind of to your what you guys do. You know, we were at Friends last night. My girls had juice boxes. They might've had more than one. Don't even know. But it's something that I don't stock at home unless we're having people over. Um, and then I do like the uh, the brands that you mentioned. So just yeah. buying 100% fruit juice. Uh, other, we, Mark does drink orange juice. Like on the weekends, usually he'll have a cup of orange juice. And if they asked for some, I would give it to him. Probably again, four ounces. But it's not something that I go out of my way to offer or include in their diet in any way. To To, to me, it's like, almost how I treat alcohol. Like if I'm going over, you know, if there's a social event, like that's kind of their, you know, their fun drink. I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Uh,
1: Cool. What about fruit snacks?
0: Mm -hmm. Fruit snacks. You know, I, we don't really have fruit snacks around. Here's the thing. When Nick goes to the store, he'll always bring a child and he is such a sucker. He (sighs) buys them. I mean, he comes back with so much crap I just oh, I just shake my head and usually it includes some type of a stupid fruit snack you know Avengers theme or princess theme it's so ridiculous whatever so yes yeah, so we generally have them around but again my kids don't necessarily snack on those and and I will put them in their lunch gosh probably like once a month mm-hmm. <laughs> I tend not to, to pack desserts because I mean to the previous questions I'm I mean, an Uncrustable has plenty of sugar. Um, if I'm giving them a juice box, you know, every once in a while, that also has some sugar. I don't, I don't give them desserts. Plus, I also know some of the snacks that they're getting at school, you know, aren't really something that I would consider a healthy snack. So they don't, they don't eat fruit snacks very often. I would say, actually, it's very, very rare, but we do have them. It's almost like they forget about them probably because they have other candy. When they do have dessert night, they have their other candy. They, they could care less about fruit snacks, I feel like. So yeah, it's not really a big part of our repertoire. <laughs> what yeah. about you guys?
1: Oh my gosh. Fruit snacks are like crack cocaine in gummy form. Yeah, they're, they're so, <laughs> so addicting. Um, we do not keep them in the home either. I'm sure that they're brought into, yeah, the schools for- yeah, snack time. Um, I know they get them like at church for snack, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, for me, it's yeah, just something out of the house. Is there? Do you know, Gina? I am not a connoisseur by any means of fruit snacks. Is there a brand that's better? I know a no. lot of times people are, people are like, oh, but it's 100. percent No, okay, so they're just all no. straight sugar. Okay,
0: I here's the thing. There, okay, I can't remember what the brand is, but you know, there's Motts, and then there's this other oh. It's it's some organic brand, okay? So, and they it, and they, they sit Annie's, right next right? to each other. Maybe it is Annie's. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're right next to each other in the grocery store. And Annie's makes it look all natural and healthy and yada yada. If you compare the back, There's more they're sugar. one and the same, <laughs> possibly, or just like one gram less. They're they're essentially the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So don't be fooled by marketing. I mean, I know we are all at some all are at some point, but you know, they're, they're pretty much the exact same thing. Don't spend the extra $2 because you think organic gummies are any better for your children. Newsflash, they're not. <laughs> and the I'm thing... not saying you're bad for giving your kids oh. fruit I mean, it's just, you know. They're just, just addicting. I,
1: if I had that in my lunch next to cucumbers, there's no way I would eat the cucumbers. There's just exactly. no way. Why would you? Uh, what, what about those like fruit? Le- I know all these cells, there's a strawberry <gasps> one, like the
0: fruit leathers. I do buy those for my those kids. Those have like the seeds and stuff in them. There is fiber. Yes, and there's less sugar, and um, I don't know. I do feel better giving my kids those, although I haven't never actually. I feel like it's it is less sugar. I think it's about five grams less. I buy the ones. I gosh, I can't think of the name Ocean something, and not Ocean Spray. I can't think of the name, but they're they're at Walmart, and they're pretty cheap, and it comes with like twenty different, almost like a fruit roll-up, and uh, but it's just it's just flat. Okay. It's like a half size of a fruit roll up and they're, and they're pretty tasty. I think it's the same thing they sell, they sell at Aldi's and okay. Trader Joe's and all, everyone has yeah. them. Okay. So, cool. yeah. All right. We're wrapping up food here with fast food, happy meals. Mm. Again, Nick will do this. I, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I brought my kids to McDonald's, Wendy's, wherever Nick does, especially when he's off with the kids and he has the kids, he'll take them to get happy meals at Chick-fil-A. And oh my gosh, they do have the best chicken nuggets though. Oh, they are so good. But that's his thing. And they my kids probably get happy meals fast food once a month. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what if about yours? we do fast food, our kids definitely are Taco Bell people. <laughs> <laughs> um they love their Taco Bell. That yes. said, I don't know why, but the bus driver Shay was being naughty on the bus last year, and the bus driver gave her like two free, I guess, happy meals to Burger King and what? she still has I know like there's little like for being naughty for, for being nice sorry she was she finally turned a corner and she was nice so the bus driver oh. gave her to um, yeah I guess that's kids meal I don't know they're still sitting on our bulletin board downstairs Okay, but she she has like asked like a time or two to go and I'm like do you even know I think the last time my kids had like an actual happy meal was when we came to see you guys
0: mm. oh yeah and we stopped right. on the
1: road but yeah we we just don't do it
0: Oh, see, I would do it. if I had a free coupon, I'd be like, heck, yeah, let's go. If they, if they, you know, as a reward for them to do something for doing something or for being kind to one another, I would absolutely do that. I have nothing against a Happy Meal every once in a while. Yeah, I think they're fine, uh, especially when it's free. Why not? If you've got the gift card. Use it. <laughs> Girl, the The line is like impeding traffic. It, it's it's just, it goes no. fast.
1: oh, my it's gosh, fine.
0: no, I don't know how Burger do King, it. though. I've, I haven't been to Burger King in years. We don't have those here in Columbus anymore.
1: Oh, Interesting. See, we yeah. don't have Chick-fil-A.
0: All right. We're hmm. switching gears here.
1: Other parenting-related topics that <laughs> perhaps we said we never do. And this mm-hmm. was your one, Gina. Uh, kids on a
0: leash. Go ahead. Take it away. Oh, my gosh. Do you okay. walk your kids? I Okay. No offense to anyone who uses a leash. And here's the thing. I, I could see myself maybe doing it. I don't have runner kids. They're just not, They're not runners. I know they'll always stay by my side. I can't help but laugh when I see kids on a leash. I I don't understand it because I've never been put in that situation, but I, I do have more empathy and understanding for it now that I have kids because if I did have a child who who was a runner, I would probably buy a leash. Maybe. I don't know. I just cannot imagine doing it. I just can't. I, I feel like I would just put them in a, in the stroller, but you know, some kids don't want to be in the stroller, but do they want to be on a leash? I don't know. It just is weird to me. Anyone who has any input on that, I would love to hear. I don't understand the kids. I still don't get it. I don't. It's so do you hard. have anything to say about that? Do you have
1: runner kids? No, I didn't have runners, but I, my niece, I'm pretty sure she's been on a leash. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but she the way does- we're saying it,
0: I don't know. I can't. <laughs>
1: No collar, just the leash. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Like backpack, There's no collar usually, right? Yeah, you know, like stuff. That's true. So my niece is kind of wild. Uh, she will bolt, and uh, my mom has said she's like, I would love to spend you know more time with her one on one, but she's like, she's faster than me. Like I can't keep up with her. Um. And she, yeah, she, she, she's a bolter. So I could see, you know, going to the zoo or somewhere. Yeah. Or traffic or I bet it's people in like more urban areas. I don't know. But no, I never got on the leash bandwagon and I
0: never felt like I had to. But
1: yeah, perhaps there's a place for leashes.
0: I, I can understand it. I, I'm sure it's one of those things. How many things have I said? We're talking about it right now that I would never do. If I had a runner, I'd probably do it. You know, <laughs> I, i i, I... <laughs> It would be weird. It would take uh, a lot of getting used to, but I would probably do it.
1: I thought you were going to say that you totally had like Cameron on a leash or something. At some no, point. Okay. he's
0: not a runner. He just, he would never leave me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny.
1: All right. What about buying your kids gifts or toys?
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, and and is, I should, oh. I should say
1: outside of holidays, that type sure. of stuff, birthdays. Sure. like.
0: So I've had to have, it, had a sit, I've had to have. I've had to have a sit down with Nick about this because again, every time he takes the kids anywhere, he feels obligated to buy them something. And that's what causes the gimme's. If anyone has read the Berenstain Bears, get the Gimmies, you'll know. At the end of that book, uh, Papa Bear's mom and dad came in and talked about how Papa Bear used to have the gimme's. And what they decided to do was Whenever they went to the store, they allowed him to have just one thing and he had to pick out just one thing. So Nick has taken that and run with it. Now, here's the thing. In the Bernstein Bears, they would go to the grocery store like once a week, okay? Maybe once every other week, you know? Okay, Nick goes somewhere with the kids like once a day, they'll go to Lowe's, they'll go to half price books, they'll go to the grocery store, they'll go to you name it. And so now he thinks, because the Baron's name bears did it, kids, you can have, you can get one thing, just one thing wherever we go. So no matter where they go with Nick, they get one thing. And it's always something ridiculous or a gift or a toy. And I'm like, there are some kids who don't even get this for Christmas. It's ridiculous. She'll come home with a new necklace or a new craft box or a new... I'm just... Ugh. To say it irks me is an understatement. Uh, so I have had to have a sit down with him and say, you know, they cannot get something every time they go anywhere. If you go to the grocery store, let them choose, you know, a favorite food or something. They don't need to get a toy. It's absurd. So I am a huge... I don't want to have, you know, spoiled little kids who don't appreciate, you know, getting they get so many things that they don't even appreciate when they actually get something. Cause it's just so normal to them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that. So I'm trying to set some new ground rules when it comes to that. I don't buy my kids a lot of things. Uh, Nick on the other can uh, on the other hand, yes, gifts, toys galore. We're working on it. What about you guys? That's tough.
1: We are very aligned. I, I always said that I would not be somebody who bought my kids a lot of toys or gifts. And I've definitely held to that. Uh, Circumstantially, I think it it does just make it easier that, well, one, I'm lazy and use grocery delivery. Um, I, I Please. just rarely go to the store. And um, I if I do go, I ideally don't take my kids, um, pandemic or not. <laughs> you know, that's just ideally I wouldn't have them with me because I can just go so much faster. Um, so I would say their exposure is just a lot less, but yeah, I, I do not. And I will say after Piper's birthday and Christmas, just when they do get things, um, it, it's, it is more special. And then they, they just, just dive full into whatever it is and, and they play and they're not asking for technology and it's a beautiful thing. I will say, you know, Shay and kids get this eventually Shay, we were wrapping Piper's, um, birthday gifts. And I got her three approximately $20 gifts. Um, and she goes, she only gets three. And I was like, yeah. I mean, like, what do you, wh- hello? I mean, <laughs> where is this coming from? And she goes, oh, it's not like Christmas. And I was like, no, I mean, this is what mommy and daddy are getting Piper. And she goes, well, maybe she'll get more gifts at her birthday party. I, it's Just interesting. Like She's she obviously has that notion from somewhere. So I, I just think kids are gonna get to this, and, and we had to talk through yeah, gratefulness and, and yeah, it's it's just tough. Yeah. Um, but I do think it takes some of the notoriety out of it if they're if they're inundated with just new things, even if it's something small. Um, mm-hmm. and Shay, you know, from the Tooth Fairy, has they she's got a couple bucks in her pocket now. We were at the dollar store recently, and she wanted this pack of pink balloons. Don't know why. And we're like, we said, well, you you have your money with you. If you want that pack of pink balloons, you need to buy it. So that started the whole conversation about what is tax? And like, it was just a good learning experience. So she gave the um, cashier a $5 bill and she got back, you know, $3 and whatever, 94 cents. And she thought that was so cool. She's like, I gave him one and he gave me back three. Like she she didn't like, you know, so it's good. (laughs) It's been like a learning experience too. And she's going to be seven uh, next month. So her first like experience spending money, but we want to teach her that if she wants something that she doesn't need and it's not a special occasion that she's going to use her money because she does have a little bit coming in now with all these teeth falling out. Um, And a little bit from chores and stuff too. We haven't done allowance, but yeah, that's, that's a tough one, Gina. Good luck. Good luck. Mm, Thanks. (laughs) What about shopping full price clothing for your children?
0: Yeah. Never do it ever. I don't think I've bought them something full price once in their entire life. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's pointless. I, if I had all the money in the world, sure I would, but maybe not even it just, they, they grow through clothes so fast. They get them so messy. I mean, Paige comes home actually her new Athleta. Okay. I lied. I did get her full price Athleta pants, but that was only because she had a gift card. Actually, they might've been on sale. It doesn't matter. She comes home with holes in her pants constantly. Like, like they're crawling on the floor or something. I even ask her, how does this happen every single day? I don't know. I'm just, what are you guys doing? So yeah, holes, stains. What is the point of paying full price? Mm-hmm. Things go on sale after being on the rack for a day anymore, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What whatever. about
1: designer kids clothes?
0: Like a little Patagonia sweater. Okay. Okay. So, yes. I guess I shouldn't say never. When it comes to jackets, things that they're not going to be wearing all day, things that they basically wear in the morning and then take right off. Yes. So, they do have like North Face jackets. Uh, Pat. What was the brand that I just bought them of of rain jackets, spring jackets. It was actually on Amazon, but it was, it was a name brand and that was full price. So I guess I shouldn't say never, um, because Columbia or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Yes. And, but again, I'm thinking to myself, she's not going to be wearing this all day or eating in it. So those types of things, I will probably pay full price because you really can't get around that unless you go to the outlet store, which is a whole rip off in itself. (laughs) Um, but yeah, generally speaking no, but yes when it comes to jackets and even shoes sometimes I do have to pay full price, especially if it's something that I know cuz shoes shoes should generally last a season for her. Cameron not so much because he is just all over the place, but for Paige they generally last a season which generally warrants paying full price for a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. So I guess I shouldn't say never. I take it back. <laughs> very rarely and only certain things. What about you? Yeah, very rarely. I it, Again, where we
1: live, we do not have malls. Um, we do not have somewhere to go and buy clothes. So we have Kohl's and we have mm. Uh So mm. almost everything is purchased online. And I'm a big fan of H&M, uh, Old Navy. That's the bulk of where their stuff comes from, yeah. and it all goes on sale. And I think for that reason, I'm a bulk buyer. I and I admit, like this is this is a this is something I need to work on. There are clothes. The summer is done. There are clothes that Shay still has tags on. Yeah. And I am trying to encourage like picking out her clothes the night before so that she wears different things because she tends to wear the same things on repeat. Yep. Um, every week, it's like the same. And I'm like, girlfriend, like you got this yes. whole closet. It's embarrassing, like how many clothes. <laughs> um, but I justify it because I'm like, oh, it was $4, it was $5. Plus, uh-huh. and again, this is me justifying. Shay hands to Piper. Piper hands it to my niece. So I know that that dress is going to go through at least three kids, assuming it's not like stained or ripped or, you know, all that to your point. Mm. But yeah, I would say almost next to never do I buy full price things. That said, I bought them each like $35 dresses, like unicorn rainbow tutu dresses for their birthday. Off oh, well, seat. yeah. Of um, course. But that's, again, I told you I'm going over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Clothing, if you're paying full price, you need to shop better. That's all. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Make some fun out of it. Yeah. Okay. What about eating in front of the TV or in the car?
0: Yeah. Again, I don't allow them to do it, but Nick does. (laughs) I actually came home from work the other night and Paige was eating her dessert with chocolate on our new couches in the basement in front of the television, which really made me mad. Um. (sighs) Yeah, so yes, we we, I try not to let them do that, but I guess it happens at times. In the car, it really depends. It's not something that we do often, but if we're desperate, it does happen. Mm -hmm. And it's very rare. You know, if we're on a car trip or if they weren't able to eat breakfast quick enough and they have to eat it in the car, what are you gonna do, you know? I give them something that's generally not very messy, Mm -hmm. uh, but it does happen at times, yeah.
1: Yeah, we need to get better about this. I will say breakfast is the only time that this happens and it's out of sheer laziness on our part. So on the weekends when they were old enough, which was for reference about the age of four, four and a half, Shay was Mm -hmm. comfortable getting up on her own and going downstairs. She could pull a little stool over to the fridge. We would fill up her sippy cup of milk in the morning. It would be in the fridge ready to go for her. She could get the sippy cup, get like a package of like, usually we leave out granola. I don't know why because that's it's so messy but we got on this granola habit and then she could turn on the TV and put on Disney Channel like she had that down. And mm-hmm. now on the weekends that's like the 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 thing and it mm. it has trickled now into the weekdays as well. And my kids really like perfect bars and perfect cups in the morning which are relatively not messy. Um but still I don't love the fact that they're sitting in front of the TV in the morning. Like we don't mm-hmm. have a ton of time like I want them to um be at the table, but the mornings are just so busy. It's that's a tough one for me, but I will say I am glad at least that it's breakfast only and that's not a habit otherwise. Um, also, the TV isn't on other than like before bed in yeah. our house. So it's like first thing in the morning and last thing at night. That the, and then in the car, yeah, oh, I would say only trips is we don't, we don't drive. I mean, we, we have a 10 minute <laughs> drive everywhere we go. So it, it's, there's really no need. Um, right. but it's, it's permissible. I guess you could say it just doesn't happen, but that one's hard. I need. Mean, I'm going to work on that one. Cause I said, I would never do it. And I think there's a good reason for it. Out. Yeah. The, the granola all over the couch. We have a leather couch that's it's like faux leather, but they'll sit in the chocolate granola. And then it's like, it looks like they pooped on the back of their legs. <laughs> it's like, poop all it's chocolate and then it's on the I'm literally taking a wet wipe to the faux leather and I'm like you guys this is ridiculous and it falls between the cracks of the couch and then we have to vacuum all the time I'm like we're gonna have rodents anyway it's it's gotta stop this is
0: Nicole get
1: a handle on your kids um okay did you ever say that you would stay at home with your kids oh you or your spouse
0: no never Nope, that was never never an option for me, never a thought in my mind that I would stay at home. I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, not even a day in my life. <laughs> I. This is the one my mom loves to hold over my
1: head. She says, oh. Nicole, you said when you had kids, why would you ever pay somebody else to raise your kids? She throws it at that? me all. Yes, and it- y- and yet I'm the one who I did end up quitting my job or <laughs> <We're laughs> reducing the part time. I told the story about pumping in the car and the whiteout and, you know, all that. But uh, yeah, I was somebody who said I would stay at home with my kids. That said, I want to stay at home now because my kids are in school. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I want to be a stay at home person, I always say. And Mark's like, you're don't say that. That sounds so bad. I'm like, I would I think I would. I like to think now I would be a less stressed parent if I was able to get done during the day, the things that I now have to do on the evenings and weekends that take away from my kid time. And they, you know, just, I don't know. You only have so much of your day, right? I don't know. I know. It is hard. hard. But yeah, we're
0: both working parents.
1: Uh, Okay. What about giving a tablet or phone in public?
0: Oh, yeah. I used to totally shame parents for doing this. I cannot believe they're giving their kids their phone or their iPad in in a restaurant, like, aren't isn't this supposed to be family time? <laughs> you know, your kid is just staring at a screen. Oh my gosh, we do it all the time. And I shouldn't say all the time. Here's the thing: I still don't think it's right to just when your kid is is acting up, just to throw a phone in in, in their hands. I, i I'm, I'm not gonna judge. I'm trying not to be judgy here, but I. I know it is so easy to do that, to kind of get them to be quiet and to, you know, listen and to just stop bothering you. Trust me, I get it. But I try very hard to to not use it as a, a pacifier, right, just to get them to calm down. We really only give a tablet two places. I would say one in the car on long, long, long trips, and they have to be long trips, not like hour or... You know, going down the street, obviously, we would never just throw, throw a tablet at them or, or a phone. Um, so it has to be a long trip, which is something that we do generally once or twice a year. And then also when we are at restaurants with other adults, so sometimes we'll, we just can't get a babysitter or they do, they just want to come with us and that's fine. Uh, so maybe we'll be doing like a double date. You know, and it's another adult and maybe they have older kids who just don't really want to play with my kids or don't want to talk to them. And so we do allow them to have the tablet at that point because they don't want to have the conversation, the adult conversation with us. And we want to enjoy our, you know, our dinner. So that those are the two times when I really give them the the tablet or the phone in public, although that's not really in public in the car. But yeah, whatever. About, what about so- guys.
1: You pulled the word out of my mouth, pacifier. Okay. What age mm-hmm. do you think is an appropriate, and I'll use that in air quotes, age to give children technology to kind of
0: placate them? See, I I would I, uh, I would say three or four. Okay. That's that's just my personal opinion. I think that's about when we started doing it with Paige, when she was I would say more like four. Is when we we don't use the iPad very much. We I don't like her to be so close to a screen and craning her neck and all that. It's just not something that we do very often. And I think, yeah, I, I would say three or four. I'm sure there's research that, that supports. I, I I've never read up on it, but that's for for us. That's our personal preference. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, what do you think? I, this is
1: one that I am, find myself being I gotta check myself because I get judgy about it. I think mm-hmm. what's dangerous about technology is when it starts too soon. And yeah. what that threshold is, I I don't know. Um I, I also had like relatively easy kids. I didn't travel far in the car. So I, I did kind of like mold my life to my kids as well, like because they have needs, right? Like it's yeah, I mean taking a one or two year old somewhere for you know for an extended dinner is tough. Like I didn't put myself in those situations for that exact reason. But I just think it's kind of like everything else that we talked about. When you introduce it too early, it creates the need and the want for it. I shouldn't say the yeah. need, the want for it. And it's just a slippery slope from there because you can't mm-hmm. rationalize with a one or two-year-old. You can rationalize with a three or four-year-old or at least a four-year-old. You know, when when the kids are too young, they, they don't understand the boundaries or, or when the appropriate time is. So I think that's, I, I've seen it a bit, I won't because they may listen to the show, but just younger children that I would not give to. And it kind of, it just creates a monster when they want it and then they don't get it. Mm -hmm. I think that's really tough.
0: And you need to find other ways to placate. I mean, you you need to find, you need to start to be creative with your kids. Like, what can we do instead of you looking at an iPad? Let's play iSpy. Let's, you know, here's some crayons and some paper. If they're, if they're, if they learn too young that when they're, antsy or bored a screen is always going to come to them and take over how are they going to learn creativity and self-soothing I mean it's just that's my personal opinion you you when you start too young that's what they're always going to go to to if they're bored and that is not something that I want for my kids yeah okay but it is a judgment-free zone so uh, okay I feel
1: (laughs) bad for what I just said but it's so hard I just think technology is a really slippery slope and I guess of all the things, I think that we've, I'm happy with how we've approached technology in our house. And I see it pay dividends now because our children are not constantly asking for technology tablets. They're very um, agreeable to the boundaries that are set. And then they, kind of like toys, they're very appreciative for when they get it. Like they love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And when the time is done, the time is done. And, And there's not like, you know, a full out tantrum or meltdown when it's taken away. I don't know. Okay. What about co-sleeping or laying with your child until they fall asleep?
0: Yeah, I've never, I've been blessed to have very, very, very very good sleepers, which I think is partly us, um, our sleep hygiene and kind of what we set up for our children. But I think it's also partly just our kids are good sleepers. I think some kids just aren't. And sometimes there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, I've never laid with my child until they've fallen asleep unless they were sick, perhaps. But they've never, that's never been necessary. And then I i know some people are huge proponents of co-sleeping. I'm assuming that means like when they're infants. Is that what you're referring to here? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Or at least in the same room. I'll expand it to that.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I definitely co-slept in the same room with my kids until they were, you know, six months to a year because I was breastfeeding, but never in the same bed. I would never do it. I would not be able to sleep knowing that my infant's in the bed with me because I would just be, even even if it's not common, I don't know how common it is, but I would just be terrified of rolling over on my infant. I could never, even when I was breastfeeding and like starting to fall asleep, I would have to wake my, I mean, I would have to just force myself to get up, put the baby down. I could never allow myself to fall asleep, holding a baby, sleeping with the baby. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I, that's just not my thing. And yeah, sleeping with my child has just never been something that I've done. Uh, they, whenever, when I was co-sleeping with them in the same room, they were in a different bed, a bassinet right next to me. Um, but never in the same bed. Never. Yeah. That's never happened. <laughs> what yeah. about you?
1: My plan was always to have, um, we- <laughs> We did the rock mm-hmm. and play, even though it was uh, shunned at that point. And now I'm pretty sure it's uh, no longer oh, yeah. no longer made. Um, but the rock and play was next to my bed with Shay. I remember I'm going to co-sleep. I'm just going to scoop her up and breastfeed her. Well, problem number one, um, it took me all of 30 minutes trying to sleep with an infant next to me. They're loud. They're like mm-hmm. little gremlins. She's oh, like, she yes. made all these weird noises. And I was like, R-r. so it was, <laughs> I mean, within the first hour of us <laughs> sleeping together and when i mean sleeping together side by side in separate beds um i like took that little rocket play and dragged it by its front two legs like right into her room and set her up in front i was like okay that was a good 30 minutes girlfriend but we're gonna we're gonna you know you're so tired at that point you're just like oh my gosh anything for sleep um mm-hmm. so yeah we we lasted 30 minutes um but i will say on the few occasions that i Was just like beat and would try and breastfeed in bed. I would fall, I would fall asleep, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I am going to either drop my kid or roll over on my kid. And Mark was militant about like, do not breastfeed in the bed. Like, get up. And I was like, okay, easy for you to say. You're not getting up eight times a night, you know? Um, I was (laughs) like, I'm going to backhand you. I but I am glad that he was that way because in my sleep deprivation, I didn't, I wasn't thinking straight, and it is. Um, mm-hmm. potentially very dangerous, but I yeah. It, so it wasn't for me. I think it depends. Every every parent has to do what they're gonna say. You know it. Yeah, I know other mm-hmm. people who have co slept like in the same bed, and they wouldn't have it any other way.
0: So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's so tough. I would always you know make sure that I set up. Straight when I breastfed and like wasn't slouched over because I didn't want to be too comfortable. I tried to make myself almost uncomfortable when I was breastfeeding in the middle of the night so I wouldn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, also, same thing with Cameron. He would, I had his little bassinet right next to my bed and he was such a loud sleeper. I rolled him. I think I've, I've told this story before. I rolled him into our upstairs, right, it's attached to our bedroom bathroom, <laughs> which is pretty spacious. I mean, it was like, it's it's basically the size of a room, mm-hmm. but he slept in there for about eight months. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) in the bathroom in the bathroom. This is like you and I working out in the closet in Philadelphia.
1: (laughs) Was that Philadelphia? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. What about clothes or shoes with characters? This is our last one. I
0: don't even know what that like with Disney characters
1: and stuff. Yeah. This was an Instagram one and I was it's a mom of three boys who submitted it and I was like oh I love it. But yeah like Disney or I don't know Avengers or I don't know whatever kids are into.
0: I've never once had an issue with it. And yes, I do it. I guess I that's it's interesting that that this is something that I I don't know what my thoughts are on that. I've never questioned whether or not I should buy my kids clothes or shoes with characters. It's not something I do often, but of course they want them. And yeah, here's the thing. You can't escape it. Even Old Navy now has characters on their clothes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I do it. I don't even I don't think twice about it. What about you?
1: I don't. You don't really. I so don't. This a thing.
0: Okay, it is a thing. Um. Okay, and this is kind of goofy,
1: but my kids, it's gonna have to stop soon. But they love dresses. They want to go to
0: school in a dress every day. And okay, that was Paige for a while.
1: She's out of that now.
0: She is out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't believe it though. I never would have. would have guessed.
1: I mean, Shay has gym class this year. Mm-hmm. It, what are we gonna do, Shay? Like, go play. Dodgeball in your dress, like I'm um <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see, but yeah, I, so far, I've escaped characters, but but why what what is your what? issue with characters, um, especially okay, with girls, I feel like boys, it's harder to escape, but with girls, the clothes are so cute, like there's little floral prints or polka dots, or there's just cute things, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I just gravitate towards those. And again, because we don't shop anywhere, we don't have shopping options. They're not exposed to it. And they've never been like, Mm -hmm. oh, so-and-so at school has the little mermaid on her shirt and I want that. If they said Mm -hmm. that, I would be like, okay, like I'll take it into consideration. (laughs) Um, But no, truly, I I would not oppose it at this stage. But yeah, it's like, when you were buying infant clothes, were you buying stuff with like I don't know, Alma or whatever? Were
0: you buying just like mm-hmm. cute little nautical prints or I don't know, <laughs> like what are you- the cute little things? Yeah. I, I I I never even really thought about this. I don't know. I just, I've never even considered it. So funny. I just buy what they want, I guess, because I I bring both of my kids shopping with us when we get because I because they are very picky about what they wear. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. You tell me what you want to wear, and that's what we're getting. As long as it's on the sale rack. You're so nice.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm like,
0: look at what arrived in the mail
1: for you. You will be wearing it.
0: (laughs) No, no, my children won't wear it. Like I I can't force them to wear it. They just won't. Like I'll put it on them and they'll take it right off. There's nothing I can do about it. It's not about being nice. It's they will not wear it. And I can't force them to wear it. So both of my children. I mean, I put I put a a sweatshirt on Cameron yesterday because it was cold outside. He took it right off. And what am I supposed to do? I can't hold him down. I could hold him down, force it on. He'll just take it right off. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Oh, good. All right. Funny.
1: All right. What about mom wins? <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. that um, was fun. Mom wins favorite new products or recipes. Gina? You know?
0: Yeah, I would say we have to pack page two snacks a day now because one for during class or during school and then one for her after school program. So I've just been throwing in, I don't know, just. Two random snacks that she approves of every day. One of her favorites now is the Boom Chicka Pop, Pop Single Serve Popcorn Bags. They're in the little uh, yellow uh, bags with pink writing. They're so tasty, so delicious. Perfect little snack for adults or kids. Lightly salted and whole grain. Love them. Oh,
1: fun. Yeah. Um, mine's kind of like a game day snack called muffin Muffin Tin Pizza Bombs. And this was a recipe I found on Pinterest from the kitchen. And I made it last weekend when we had guests in town. Thankfully, I doubled it, but you just use a pound of um, just store bought pizza dough, or I guess you could make it, but no. Um, And you cut it into 12 equal pieces and you like just flatten them out into little rounds and you put a teaspoon of marinara sauce, a half an ounce of fresh mozzarella cheese, and two little pieces of pepperoni that are cut in half and then you make a little ball of it and you roll it in butter. Um, and then you throw it in the little muffin tin. They were so good. So good. They were a little, um, labor intensive, but not hard. I mean, it's like four ingredients. It was so, they were super easy and they reheated really well. The kids loved them and we like dipped them in marinara. Oh, they were so good. Okay. Yum. Yes. So look for those Uh, We'll link both of those in the show notes. All right. And we got a review. So Liz Northern Indiana says, love it. I love your podcast. I always learn something.
0: I love all the topics and I love hearing about your lives as well. Thank you. That was sweet. So nice. Okay. All right. So coming up on September 26th, we will be dishing about self-care from a student's perspective. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media at Dietitians Dish Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And check out all of our episodes and show notes on our website, dietitiansdishpodcast.com. Also, please tell your friends about us. They can find us on numerous outlets such as Overcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. If you listen on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review. We promise it only takes a few seconds. Okay, everyone, until next time, be well. And Nicole, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening for the podcast. Bye-bye.